All right, we're here. Hello, everyone. It is uh, is Dream Warriors 31 Days of Dread. Going to talk about a movie right now. Right now, you can watch it on Netflix. It's called Clown. I've seen it about four times. And uh, let's hit that music. How does it feel? 12 days, 12 horror movies. Uh, yeah, that's what Dream... Uh, <laughs> I almost said Dream Weavers there. Uh, but that's what Dream Warriors is is all about. Uh, we're, we're just about at the uh, 12 o'clock hour. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to do... Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to do Clown uh, for a chunk of time. Uh, actually, I wanted to do this soon after watching Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh what you what what which is available right now the uh the Spider-Man Homecoming review uh was done with John and myself and that was one of our like remote reviews which was uh yeah I think I think that was one of our one of our good ones. Uh so why why are we talking about Spider-Man with a horror movie because it's uh it's just very intelligent, crafty um, artist that that uh, that was involved with both movies. His name is John Watts, and he really became in the I, I view prominence this past year with Spider-Man Home, Homecoming. He I'm having trouble talking right now. Oh my God! Uh, let me can't let me sip some of this Red Bull. Oh, it tastes so good sometimes. But yeah. A little, little bit of a long day for me, mental anguish, challenges, but uh, but I'm here. But yeah, so John Watts uh, took Spider-Man, took the character Peter Parker, and holy crap, did he make a, a good, fun movie. Uh, I, I believe it or not, I think this movie is even a little bit underrated. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think it gets put high enough on everyone's conversation. Especially to be coming into a character that just feels like it was mauled, destroyed, <laughs> kind of like just just abused by Hollywood uh, from its uh, inception. Uh, I mean, inception into Hollywood. But yeah, so he he came in a total total breath of fresh air, um, it, it, like integrating Spider-Man into the the rest of the Marvel universe. Tony Stark. Um, Everything, you know, like everything about that movie just works so well. One of the best Marvel villains, uh, even though, even though I say they're all good, I think all the Marvel movie villains are good. I don't think there's one bad one. I think that this whole conversation of Marvel having weak villains is malarkey. Uh, I, I'm not sure what movie you guys are watching, but yeah, so when. You know, we were gearing up to see Spider-Man. I was, I was like, who, who is it? Like, who the heck is directing this movie? So I looked it up, and the one movie that stood out, because uh, he's kind of did two movies leading into this, um, in into Spider-Man, was Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. The, uh, that that kind of made the rounds. Have, haven't seen it, uh, but another movie that he directed called Clown was available on Netflix. And I sat down and... 
uh, yeah, was it like just just so everyone knows, like I I was never like a horror movie um, like aficionado. I, I I was never really drawn to watch a ton of horror movies. Uh, I think that's part of why I'm enjoying doing the 31 days of horror myself um, because I am really getting into like all the parameters of a genre that uh, yeah I kind of kind of just always look look down on to be uh, perfectly honest and yeah so clown horror movie um, like kind of looked like it was monster driven uh, what wasn't really excited but I sat down and watched it and wow like it just captured me and since then yeah seen, seen the movie uh four times all with females uh because girls like scary movies and i always recommended this and it's new no like no one's ever heard of it so it's it's just one of those good go-tos and you know what one of the reasons why i kept pushing it i kept pushing clown was because I, I wanted to watch it again i wanted to uh, Get the beats down, get the nuances in, in order, uh, understand what was done within the limitations, and to kind of see through the movie a little bit and and kind of see, uh, visualize what, what the writing was like. And yeah, uh, you know, again, we're dealing with conventions here, nothing crazy, nothing invented at all. <laughs> Nothing invented for Clown. But again, John Watts does what, um, you know, uh, the conclusion we drew with Pumpkinhead, which was uh, if you use conventions, uh, use it to be a linchpin. And Pumpkinhead was a great example of that. Uh, Some movies create conventions, like Night of the Living Dead, uh, Shivers, which we just spoke about. And some movies uh, lean on conventions, uh, conventions it becomes a crutch, which is our first movie, The Bunny Man Massacres, uh, which was a sequel, by the way. I had no idea. <laughs> the third one's coming out soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, God, look, I I try and research these movies. I try and get a uh, little bit of insight into these movies before I sit down and and do what I'm doing with you guys right here but you cannot hit everything you just can't and have i tried to get regular help yeah have i tried to bring people up to come on board dream warriors and be a be a warrior with me and go through the trenches and and the fighting and and the wars uh and the no sleep and the problems uh yeah um yeah i'll have some people help definitely but uh, yeah, I do crave for a warrior by my side for for this, and and that warrior would be a research machine, uh, which I pretty much think is uh, critical when it comes to uh, going into efforts like this. Yeah, so clown uh, does so many things correct. Uh, again, I think it's mute to really go into what it does wrong, but, uh, we're, let's, let's just run through, let's just run through the, uh, story, and, and I hate doing this, but I gotta, I gotta keep doing these summaries to, uh, just, just to get better, just to get better, 
and uh, just be able to vocalize what, what happens. Uh, so this this is, uh, from my view, a super dad movie. It's a super father movie. It's like a Mr. Mom, uh, old Michael Keaton comedy reference there. Uh, that just goes horribly wrong. And the father's a realtor. I'm, I'm, I kind of forget what the mother does, but it's it's a it's a nuclear, you know, suburban family. Uh, we're at a birthday. The kid is having a birthday party. I think the you know like like the uh, clown doesn't show up. Father is perfect. Father, father is super father, and he kind of um, like can remember something in this house he has up for sale. Goes into a trunk in this house. And voila, a clown costume. So he puts it on, becomes a clown, and entertains the kids and turns on the wife. The wife's into it because she, he's like super dad. And that's it. Like, we're, we're set in motion. Uh, the, the clown suit does not come off. It doesn't come off. What's the hook? So we, we reach our vain housing character. Uh, which is part research expert, uh, former combatant of the entity that is inside of the clown suit. And we learned that the clown suit in this critical scene of exposition is a demon skin with demon hair as the wig and, and all this stuff. So he's not getting this stuff off at all. Uh, Really good leading into the scene because we go through um, Super Dad uh, trying to he cuts himself with a razor blade. A scene that I still cannot watch. I just close my eyes because I can't deal with that. And he, he can't cut it off. He can't pull it off. Uh, he has a rubber nose. The nose doesn't come off. The wife is like a nurse, and she uh, with a pair of pinchers. Um, not forgetting the uh, the name of the tool she she uses, uh, forceps. Uh, with a pair of forceps, she pulls the nose off, and that's a tough scene for me to watch. And then the dog eats the nose, <laughs> uh, later to be paid off, uh, because that is something that that comes comes full circle so we, we don't want to spoil too much of the movie but the presence is that the clown costume binds to a host and it becomes the demon and holy crap transfer the transformation the slow transformation the escalating uh killings the deaths the the it, there's like a hunger within the clown entity and it is just freaking cool, and it's bloody, and some of it's scary. Awesome, like, Chuck E. Cheese-esque scene, which reminded me a lot of the scene from The Guest at the very end at the uh, themed prom in The uh, the Guest. And that is actually one of my favorite movies that, uh, that I recently saw, too. Another independent movie. Uh, but, yeah, so Chuck E. Cheese scene is just on all cylinders. Well done, well lit, uh, darker than it should have been because uh, it's a kind of like a public place, public playground. But, you know, you kind of go with it. Uh, drop the lights to be scary. Uh, it has a scene that uh, I'm seeing more and more of, which is kind of like breaking that fourth wall 
where the the family is notified of what's happening and we're seeing more and more in this and this is a like a deconstruction it's a meta within the movie because there's been other movies where this scene doesn't exist and we always say just tell your family just run to the police and do this and just you know and that scene is played off very well it's actually ends with a good climax which which zips the plot along again very smart storytelling here uh yeah so watch this movie heck yes watch this movie watch this movie more than once yeah if you want to understand structure uh narrative flow um exposition character development and i would say a roller coaster type escalation like a roller coaster rise of violence and the understanding of violence within the movie like this yeah yeah because like there there's no gore just to have gore uh every death marches towards something every death has a consequence every death is anticipated and feared because you don't want some people to die and it, uh, it's very well done on that i think i would compare the escalating deaths in this movie to jaws and to alien it's a bold statement but dream warriors is a bold show but yeah i think i think we're just going to be like a, a little bit short with this because uh, i don't want to spoil the movie i just want to praise it i want to get you to watch it and i uh, i just want to um just hear some comments uh, i want to know i want to know what everyone thought of this but yeah um put this put this on on your watch list and oh my god i'm, I'm looking at the timer <laughs> 13 minutes what the heck is this <laughs> can can this be a full episode i don't know i really i don't know what else to tell you uh creature design awesome costume design great uh blocking cinematography is great i mean the the darkness the way how the darkness is shot especially at the end um the end of the movie reminded me of lethal weapon one i believe where they have the conflict in the house under construction which was murdoch's house i think right is danny glover murdoch oh i forget but yeah uh this is reminiscent of, of that i don't know if they're making a nod i really don't care i, I like it in both movies uh but yeah there is there is no one that i watched this movie with that just really didn't enjoy it and really get into the horror aspect and the mythology and the lore aspect uh does this movie need sequels yes does this movie i don't know let time go by does it need a, a jump up upgrade you know like a prequel reboot or something a remake yeah it does I think that the core concepts, the core ideas are that good in this movie. I would like to see Clown Reckoning or Clown Awakening or or a Clown Judgment Day type treatment where it's a sequel, but is is such a huge upgrade on things that we saw in the original, which is very much how I view Terminator 2 and movies like Desperado. Uh, they're just they're upgrades from the first movie. They're hardly sequels in in my eyes. But uh, yeah, check this movie out. Let me know what you think. Uh, tag me, find me on twit the the Twitter uh, at aka Pad. Uh, you can find me on Instagram aka Pad thirteen, Facebook Peter A DeLuca and aka Pad. 
uh, Snapchat, aka Pad. It goes on and on, on and on. Uh, what else? Oh, YouTube, aka Pad. You can you can watch my YouTube show, Bad Eats. But look, just watch this movie. And signing off. You have a good. We're 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 gonna hit Lucky Thirteen next. Get ready for Dream Warriors. Thirty one days of dread. Lucky Thirteen. Oh, I'm pumped because it's a special one.